Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Bria's fashion boutique is the worst. First they asked me if I needed help finding anything. Um, just because I'm gorgeous doesn't mean I need help. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then they tell me they're having a sale. Oh, so you're assuming I'm poor. Cool. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Also, they tried to give me the friends and family discount. Um, I'm not your friend, so... Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I am here with founder and CEO of Edible, Rana Lestian. Rana, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. We are so excited for you to be here. I'm a little bummed you didn't bring us product because it's probably the tastiest of all the products we've ever had on the show today. There will be some mailed over to I you. hope so. Today was a little hectic. I'm just messing with you. Um, <laughs> but tell us what Edible is. So Edible is the first ever premium, all-natural, non-GMO, ready-to-eat cookie dough. So for those of you who are like me, who much prefer the dough to the actual cookie, this is like a dream come true. And you and I met at Women Founders Network um, Shark Tank, I want to say like three or four years ago. It's been a while now. Yeah, it was not, uh, it was 2018. 2018. October 2018. Okay. It does feel like forever. And there was a stack of these little (laughs) delicious products on a table, and I was like, Oh, I really shouldn't. No, I'm really definitely going to. And I ate the whole thing, and then it was, like, gone, and I was like, what just happened? It is so amazing, and you have such an incredible pedigree in the food business. Can you share with us your story of how you got from, you know, being in the world of um, chefing to where you are today? Of course. Yeah, so um, I feel like everything culminated to this company. But uh, it was, I've always had a passion for baking. I say I have a mouth full of sweet tooths. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I grew up baking for friends, birthdays. I'd bring, you know, I, I was the one that brought cupcakes to school for friends' birthdays. And so it was only fitting that after graduating from University of Michigan undergrad, I went to culinary school. Um, prior to that, though, I spent uh, four months as a pastry chef at Spago in Beverly Hills. I knew that. So that's yes. what really, they wanted me to stay on, and I figured, you know what, I don't only want to know what Wolfgang makes. I want to kind of just learn everything. Mm-hmm. And so that's what inspired me to go to Le Cordon Bleu in Pasadena. And from there, I went to work at Boulevard in San Francisco mm-hmm. oh my uh, God. as a chef. That's still around. It still is. What an yeah. amazing restaurant. I mean, that was there in 2001 when I was there. That, yep. It's been around forever. Yep. This was 2007. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was an amazing experience. Very different um, in terms of the culture in the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, between Spago and um, 
and Boulevard. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did some catering gigs here and there just to keep my hands, you know, dirty and, and cooking. <laughs> well, hopefully not dirty. Not dirty. <laughs> Super clean. Nails short. No yes. nail polish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went to, so I lived in San Francisco a few years, and then I went to um, get my master's in business. So I got my MBA from USC. And it was during that time that a big food brand that we all know and love and mm -hmm. eat a lot, mm -hmm. um, Recalled all of their cookies. Yeah, there was like a massive outbreak. A yeah. million people got sick. Exactly. Over 80 people were yeah. hospitalized with E. coli. Yeah. And turns out raw egg is one culprit and raw flour is another. Really? So something a lot of people still to this day don't know, despite the fact that last year over 20 million pounds of raw flour were recalled because people are still making cookie dough at home and eating it raw. What, what is it in flour that is recallable? I don't, so, even, I don't even think about that. Right. So flour is a, a raw agricultural product. So it grows from the soil, mm -hmm. and we use manure mm -hmm. on our soil. So there needs to be a kill step. Interesting. So we use pasteurized flour. Interesting. So our flour has gone through that kill step, even though our dough has not. So, so, um, so it works perfectly for edible dough. Well, it is so tasty and so Thank delicious. Um, and at what point did you realize that this was going to be a business? Because we all have these ideas of grandeur. I mean, you had such a pedigree in the food world. Um, but at what moment were you like, this is what I want to do with my life? So I still feel, you know, we've been doing this for six years, and I still feel like I'm only a few weeks in. <laughs> um, and I think that's just how it's going to be with starting a new category, mm -hmm. because it's still, I meet people every day that have never heard of edible cookies. It's a lot of education. So it definitely mm -hmm. does. Um, and just, you know, that awareness and, and marketing and spreading the word, mm -hmm. it's, it takes a long time. So um, I, after business school, I went to work in hospitality, so I just didn't have the money to start a business, but mm -hmm. it's always been on my mind, and the idea was refined further, and we continued to do a lot of R&D on the recipes and the formulas. Initially, we wanted to Sounds launch... Like a horrible process, all that R&D. terrible. testing. And initially, we were going to launch Vegan Gluten Free, which mm. in 2009 literally nobody was yeah so it was kind of we would have been way ahead of the too time. early stage yeah yeah so we realized okay you know cookie dough edible cookie dough is a niche in and of itself so why make it even more a niche of a niche, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a niche so we um we uh, we waited and i say we my husband at the time my friend mm -hmm. and i in business school oh you weren't um, married so before we, you started the company no, we, interesting yeah so we 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 finally launched in 2013 as an online business and really just to test the concept because we were like, okay, at this point, I'm passionate about it, but does anybody else want this? Mm -hmm. And you so need we prove really needed to prove yeah. this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we launched online and we launched with a company that's no longer, Daily Candy. They sent out an email blast. I remember that company. Oh yeah. my God. And we had about 200 orders from that first Instantly. email. I mean, mm -hmm. they were like um, the white knight of... Consumer brands. Like yeah. if they did a story on you, you were solid. Yeah, we were probably one of their last stories. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, we got in the nick of time. Yeah, and you guys have had a ton of press. I mean, like Jimmy Kimmel and like Us Weekly. I mean, the coverage has been insane. Yeah, so that's been a lot of you know, per persistence, but also luck. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we I had I had done an event at Nickelodeon, and their PR guy gave me a list of contacts. Was like. They're going to love it. I sent it to maybe, I sent samples to maybe mm -hmm. 20 of them. And one amazing woman, Whoopi Goldberg, 
got back to me. Wow. She loved it so much. She sent it to her whole Rolodex that year and then gifted it to Jimmy Fallon on Tonight Show. Oh, my goodness. Live? On the Live on the show. Okay. Yeah. So, meanwhile, it. I had just had my second daughter. Um, so, she was only three, month, three months old. And then my older daughter is 18 months older than that. So, mm -hmm. I had two babies. We were on a family vacation with all of the craziness of new baby and nursing and pumping and new business and leaving and the business for shit the first time. And shit just blew up. And it was, <laughs> it was insane, yeah. That is incredible. Well, I have to say, I did a little bit of online stalking. I mean, you and I have known each other for a bit, but of course had to prep for this. And the picture of your family on your website oh. is like, those girls are so delicious. I Thank mean, you. how old are they now? They're now six and four and a half. Oh my and God, they, they're so And they cute. are so proud of the new shop. Amazing. Which I'm sure we'll get to. Yes, well, that's, that's a perfect segue. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so my background it was hospitality and restaurants and restaurant management. And so I did that for several years after business school. And so when we first launched, the thought of going back into operations with my first to, to do my own shop was unbearable. Mm. With uh, I was seven months pregnant at the time when we were first launching online. Right. So I thought there's just no way I can open a brick and mortar um, without the capital and um, with a baby on the way. And I just know how intense operations can be. Mm -hmm. So that's where we started with an online business. <laughs> it turns out the operations are still pretty intense. <laughs> Very intense. Yes. Um, but at least it wasn't. I had, I didn't go. I worked from home. So I didn't have to go to a store every day and like as you can fill orders while breastfeeding. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and do customer service emails while mm -hmm. the baby's napping. Um, so I didn't have to be at the shop. But six years later, uh, I, I couldn't get a brick and mortar out of my head. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, I think that people really need to taste what edible cookie dough is. Right. It's see. a very tactile, yeah, flavor-driven experience. Exactly. And we have 14 flavors. Do so, you really know? Yeah. So but you launched, started with only... We, we started with um, probably about six or seven. Wow. I didn't yeah, realize so you had that many as, at launch. Yeah we've double, yeah, we did. We launched with like a PBJ and everything was a cutesy name like Stuck on You PB&J. <laughs> um, we had a strawberry jam in, Craven Oatmeal Raisin. And mm. these are some of our retired flavors. Yeah, but, sure. Um, at the shop, it's really an amazing R&D kitchen for me. So mm -hmm. we're doing cookie dough, ice, ice cream cakes. We're doing mini desserts. We have McConnell's ice cream. Mm, um, the the combinations like of cookie dough and ice cream are just endless. We've got organic vanilla soft serve, vegan soft serve, tons of vegan options from the dough to the soft serve to the mini desserts. Um, and then we do custom orders, catering. So it's, it's so much fun. I mean, the product speaks for itself. So if you're listening and you're in the LA area, please go check them out. Where is the location again? It's on South Robertson, so just off the 10 freeway, really central to LA. Amazing. So if you're in LA or going through LA, must stop. Get a little uh, sugar pick-me-up on your way to wherever you're going. Um, so I want to talk about some of the trials and tribulations that you've had as a startup, right? Because, you know, we work with a lot of CPG brands. It's kind of how we got connected. What do you think the biggest challenges are other than being undercapitalized? Because everyone always Funding, speaks yeah. to that. <laughs> um, some of the other challenges of, I, let's talk about like building your own category. We talked about education a little bit, but yeah. like what other things have you found to be challenging in building this category? Yeah, I think awareness is, is a huge, um, it's a challenge, uh, you know, especially I think as an online brand. Um, because you walk in, when you're online and then we also, we entered wholesale in 2017, we're in um, a couple regions of Whole Foods and Gelson's, Lassen's locally, mm -hmm. and then we're all the way, we're in Meyer and Wegmans and Central Market, so we're kind of Midwest, East Coast, and then the South in Texas. 
Um, but generating that awareness, a customer walks into a grocery store and they have 40,000 brands and they've right. never heard of edible cookie dough. It's not on their shopping list. Right. And is How it in the same the, area that the edible cookie dough is? or It's, it's in the same area as I mean, the, 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 the regular yeah, yeah, exactly. But some okay. people don't expect that. So they don't really know where to find it if they are looking for edible dough. Um, so it's a challenge. It's just a huge challenge to get people to, I guess, also knowing know our brand and our story. Um, what we are facing now, more recent challenge, when we started, you know, this didn't exist. The mm-hmm. category did not exist. So not people didn't have it on their list. And we kept thinking, oh, but one day. <laughs> Everyone's going to want Yeah, and yeah. a big brand is going to come out, like a Nestle, a Ben & Jerry's, a Pillsbury. They're going to come out with their edible dough, and it's going to help grow the category. Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward to 2019, and that's happening. Oh, Nestle exciting. launched Edible Dough, Ben & Jerry's launched Edible Dough, Pillsbury's launching Edible Dough, which is owned by General Mills. And now customers are seeing their products because they do have the, the big guns to mm-hmm. you know generate that awareness. But we're the little guy that nobody knows. And, and how do we create that brand awareness? So it's a no-brainer. They're going to spend the extra 50 cents mm-hmm. to get a small batch, premium, all-natural, non-GMO product as opposed to like supporting the big food that's Absolutely. just made with such you know, junk. junk. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about your marketing efforts and how people can support this amazing category. Stay tuned. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. I hired nuptial num-nums to cater my wedding, and it was a disaster. Everyone was raving about the food instead of my dress. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. They're like, oh, Veronica, the lamb chops. Ah, did the lamb chops fly you out to Cancun? And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. I will not be hiring them for my next wedding. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Hi, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. I am here with Rana Lestian, CEO and founder of Edible, which is edible dough. For those of you that don't know the category, you know, we all eat cookie dough, and it's really fucking bad for you. <laughs> like, it's really dangerous, actually, and that's how we started this conversation. I am totally, like, at fault for trying that and doing it for years, but now that there is this existing new category, I think it's so much more important that we support and support small brands, and that's what we were talking about right before the break was – that some of the bigger um, brands are coming out with brands in this category, with them products in this category. So how are you differentiating yourself in the marketplace? So as kind of the the originator of the category, I think we entered the the category as the best in class. Right. But there was no compare, there was nothing to compare best to. (laughs) So normally, you know, in in marketing, and I think in in many industries, you have a good, better, best. Mm -hmm. And we entered in as best. There was really nothing relative there. Now we have 
you know, big food brands entering, which generally set the category as the good. Mm-hmm. So we're still coming in as better best. Mm-hmm. We now have a shelf space challenge, too, mm-hmm. because a lot of grocery stores, their dairy sets, their refrigerated dairy sets are really small. And this is a refrigerated product. It's a refrigerated mm-hmm. product, and we share space with the baking doughs, which is a much larger category. So when you think of it from a business perspective, they can either put in another Nestle baking dough, or they can put an edible dough, which is only about 20% of the category. Right. So for them, it's almost a no-brainer to not carry an edible dough and to keep us just eating the wrong kind and dealing with the recalls that happen when people end up in the hospital. But for them, they're just, they're, they just want to make the money. Absolutely. It's all about margin for them. And, and frankly, marketing dollars and some of the bigger um, you know brands are going to frankly, be spending more money for that shelf space. Exactly. So for you, it's about being best in class, which, like you said, you came into the category in. Um, but it's also like your packaging is so great, and the flavor profiles are, are like really spot on. So how are you staying ahead of the curve? Is it all about the um, ingredients, or is it about innovating new new flavor profiles? Is it about the shop? What do you think? I think it's really next? connecting with our consumers. So the shop really enables us to do that. love that answer. As a marketer, it <laughs> makes me so happy. Yeah. So yeah, just really getting a feel for who that customer is. And it's re- it is a challenging question for me because the data says one thing. Mm. You know, it says women age 18 to 44. And it's like, that's great. But are they single? Are they fitness enthusiasts? Are they millennials? Right. Do they have Demographics kids? versus psychographics, which is yes. a big differential. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's what we're continuing to learn about and, you know, doing a lot of Facebook ad, you know, testing and A-B testing to just figure out who that customer is and how do we get them to know about us because what we've seen over the last six years is people who like cookie dough, mm-hmm. and I and it's a funny side note, but either people like cookie dough or they don't like cookie dough. There is literally no in-between. There's hmm. no one that's like, no, I'll eat it if it's there. Like, you either like it because you grew up with it and it's nostalgic yeah. and it kind of, you know, pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah. Or you just weren't into it as a kid. Your mom never let you eat it. Who are those people? Or your mom never baked. What? I know. Oh, my God. I know. And I, I feel, feel like, like, like a, loss. a part of me <laughs> judges people who don't like cookie dough. I'm like, we just had a different childhood. Yeah, we can't be friends. Yeah, we can't. Kidding. I don't know if we're going to get along. <laughs> I love that. But then that. I, I mean, then I'm... I meet people who don't like peanut butter or don't like bananas. It's the strangest thing, but I guess like people just people have their preferences. Yeah, they have their preferences. So, so for the people though who like it, they love it. You know, oh, yeah, so I'm like obsessed. Yeah, I've been stalking you for years. <laughs> <laughs> you know this um, because the product really does speak for itself. I mean, truly, truly. And we're gonna offer something to the audience so they can um, either come into the shop or get some online. Right? We're yeah, gonna do a, a discount code for them so you guys mm-hmm. can check it out. Um, what is the best seller in terms of flavor profiles? Okay, well, the best, there are three best sellers. Those are the three that actually guided our decision to bring to wholesale, to go into groceries. Mm-hmm. So it's chocolate chip, which mm-hmm. is actually 60% of sales. Wow. It's that popular. Um, and then birthday bash, because everyone loves mm-hmm. rainbow sprinkles. Mm-hmm. And cookies and dream, which is like our chocolate fudge brownie, and then it has cookie pieces in it. Okay, I'm like salivating. <laughs> as you say. I was actually telling Cody today, I was on the website, like doing my homework, and I, I like had a mouth full of saliva because I was so... <laughs> It just looks so delicious and tasty, um, and it's such an important alternative to have, especially for kids. I think that that's probably a major category for you is really focusing and educating parents about the dangers of this because, you know, you and I probably could survive 
something, you know, mm-hmm. damaging like that. But a little kid, I mean, yeah. that's really, really dangerous. Yeah. I think so. definitely uh, kids and elder. We we have our oldest customer just passed away. Actually, she was like 92. But she had a bite of cookie dough every day. And I think that's why she lived so long. Because <laughs> you she heard connect- it here first. Yeah, I so said she connected with her inner child every single that. day. I love and that. it was the only dessert she liked. That's amazing. And how much of your marketing, because this is like so key to, to owning this category, how much of it is like a fear tactic versus a nostalgic tactic? Because there really is a balance between the two. Yes. And we really don't want to lead with fear. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to connect with people and their memories mm-hmm. and also the forward thinking of where people are, how people are eating their desserts today. So, you know, are we going for the bag of M&Ms that's full of red dye 40, which is carcinogenic and milk chocolate that maybe has 2% chocolate in it? Mm. Um, or are we going for something that's more premium? And what we've seen in, for example, the ice cream category, which is a much more mature category than edible cookie dough, there are so much, such a, there's such a range of that good, better, best that mm-hmm. you see. And the best is really growing. They're getting more and more differentiated. Um, so you have really premium brands in that category. And that's what people are tending to, to purchase. And those are our customers especially those that think ahead to mix cookie dough and ice cream. Mm, God, I just, I'm just starving now. <laughs> um, so you've been in major big box for a few years now. What are some of the best practices for like baby brands that are coming up in this world? Like give us some of the like hardships and things, like tips and tricks that you would have hoped or educational pieces that someone would have shared with you at this stage of yes, your life. So for us, I think it's, it's interesting People always actually did tell me to stay small mm-hmm. and really, you know, hone in on who your customer is and speak to them and grow your velocity, which mm-hmm. is, you know, your sales at the, the per store level. Um, well, if you're in, say, one store and you're selling 100 units a week or you're in 100 stores and you're selling one unit a week, you want to be the former. Yeah. yeah. You want to be in one store selling 100 units a week because that is... Somebody can multiply. You can multiply that. So it's about sell-through rather than uh, breadth. Exactly. Okay. And so really going deep in one region. And people, again, told me that. And, and it was tough for my category because um, I felt like there was there were only so many people. And I, and I thought I had to reach almost everybody mm-hmm. to try to spread the word. Right. Um, Especially because you were building a new category, right? Exactly. You didn't have a follow-on category or a follow-on brand exactly. that you could, like, like a Starbucks, just to go on each corner that they're on, you know, kind of situation. And so that has, um, it's challenging because it's very, very expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of capital to grow your brand awareness. And so we're currently, um, we're we're kind of going back to that model. We feel we're only in about 800 stores and we feel we're spread too thin. Only 800. Yeah. That's kind of amazing though. Um, We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, the funding process and, um, and what's next for the brand, which I'm really excited to talk about. Stay tuned. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Uh, I'm giving Jeb's basement renovations one star. He kept asking me what's behind the walls down there. I'm like... 
Why? What, what do you know? No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. And then he's like, you can trust me with the job. And I'm all like, trust? <laughs> and while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Yeah, he charged me less than he said he would, which is lying. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Hi guys, if you're just tuning in, I am here with the CEO and founder of Edible, Rana Lestian. Rana, we are talking about, we were talking about marketing and you were like, oh, we're just in 800 stores, which I think is amazing. So congrats to that. Um, have you built this all bootstrapped? Did you guys take on funding? Let's talk about the process of growing it from an operational perspective. Yeah. In um, 2016, when we were going to launch in wholesale, we did realize that there were some, there was capital we needed for inventory um, salaries uh, initially up to from 2013 to 2016 it was mainly me mm-hmm. um, and so from there we realized we had to raise some money so we did raise from friends and family um, and it's kind of been this ongoing you always need to be raising money always. you always need money it's the hardest part about building a business in yeah. any category you move the goalpost I always say this right like you think you have enough and then you you kind of upscale you up level and then mm-hmm. you peter off and then you up level and then you peter off but every at every phase of that you need a different kind of capitalization structure right and when you look at revenue for example revenue continues to grow so fortunately we're not raising money but our revenue is stagnant we're continuing to build and scale but um, as as a founder with such a still a small team and never feeling like you can afford the resources that you need and if only you had this person and mm-hmm. if only you had this packaging or this money um, you, you you know you set your sights on this growth and and I think sometimes it's really about pulling in the reins and staying mm. really really focused and using what you have most efficiently um, I think that the landscape in CPG is, has changed. I wouldn't even say is changing. I think it has changed over the last two years. Uh, and people are looking for a business that is scalable and profitable, even at right. such a small stage. Right. No, I totally agree with that. Um, I think it's so hard as an entrepreneur because you're so growth-minded for the business, but it has to be smart growth, right? So many brands in this space and in the service space that I'm in, they flame out because they get too big for their britches. Um, they get really excited about um, you know, a spurt of growth and they maybe they take on too much capital or they grow in a category that they haven't proven yet or they expand too quickly, like if that happens all the time. Yeah. So I actually think it's a really smart idea um, and a, a really great takeaway for our audience to understand that you got to just stay scrappy and hustle. Mm-hmm. And that also keeps you hungry, I find. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what is next for the brand? You guys just opened this retail location. Is the model to open multiples? Or are you keeping this as a one-off? What's the plan? So, of course, with my my vision, I'm like, okay, well, you know, when can we open that next location? Yep. But I think taking my own advice, like we really want to focus and, and test different tactics in this store, test new products, connect with our consumers, um, get to know our customers, and, and use this. Uh, as an example of how we are going to focus and really brand build locally in LA. That's, mm-hmm. This is where I was born and raised. This is where I'm raising my family. I want to connect with all of the local schools, um, you know, getting in, getting involved. We do a lot of donations. Mm-hmm. Um, we also give back 5% of net proceeds to the Food Recovery Network, which oh, helps end hunger in the U.S. So, you know, we're spending money on indulgence. There's people in the U.S. that don't have food to eat. So we want to make sure we're 
also focusing on giving back um, to, to our communities. And you've always been like on top of that. I think the corporate yeah. social responsibility piece has been so critical to the growth of many businesses, but mm-hmm. I love that that is part of kind of your ethos as a company. Um, yeah. What do you guys need from the audience to be successful? Other than showing up, trying the product, are there things that you need right now to be successful? Um, I think it's about growing the awareness of the category and also uh, finding finding out these brands' stories, I think, is a mm. huge difference. There's so many entrepreneurs out there that are hustling, especially, I would say, women who are really trying to balance startup life mm-hmm. and building a product or a category with being a mom mm-hmm. and a wife and a daughter and a sister and, you know, all the different roles that we play and trying to balance it all and that support of just the encouragement really you know buying the product is is really just encouragement that you know you've got this and and keep going um you know you're making an amazing product and we're here to support you and like don't buy those big food brands there's now (laughs) an alternative in almost every category from some small entrepreneur with the dream to make a better product. Oh my God, I love that message. And you've got this, you're <laughs> killing it. I'm so proud of you. So I'm here to give you yeah. encouragement. Um, but I think that that message is so important. And the great part is, is that consumers are becoming more and more educated, right? So mm-hmm. they are less interested in buying those big box brands because they do want to support the smaller guys and girls out there. They understand right. those core values and they understand that it's important to support local and um, and the smaller mom and pop kind of shops. Yeah. Um, how can people get a hold of you and find the product? Yeah, so we are, our store locator page is on our website, www.edible.com. That's E and then the word dough, D-O-U-G-H-B-L-E. <laughs> dot com. Um, you can always email me directly at hello at edible.com. Love answering questions and again you answer every email directly. Every email, love yes. That. I'm like Talk five, about scrappy. Five thousand emails deep in my inbox, oh but my I'm always God. paying attention to what comes in. I'm so glad you responded to ours. <laughs> I do. I always do. It's always it's a priority for me. So um, yeah, so that's it. Hello at edible.com and um, www.edible.com. Socials. Social is our at edible tag and we are most active on Instagram um, and then our store locator we have a sweet shop page as well so you can get information for the new shop in LA that's so exciting so one of the weird questions I always like to ask entrepreneurs um, is if you could go back in time and tell yourself when you started the brand like what is one thing that you would tell yourself back in the day when you started slow down oh I love that that's a good one we I mean you are working at such a fast pace so slow down because at the end you're I think really only going to be successful if you do that mm-hmm. um, and slow down to speed up slow down to speed up yeah. I believe that it's about mm-hmm. process I have this conversation with my husband who's an entrepreneur all the time also he's very operationally driven and I'm like business development pushing the business forward sales 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 and he always tells me you got to slow down yeah. to speed up it's a great great topic um, the weirder question is what is your favorite word and why favorite word yes Nice. I, it can be whatever comes top of mind. Um, I just love to get like inside an entrepreneur's head and see what's kind of top of mind in this moment. Okay. Well, I guess what's top of mind for me, and this is the word that's coming into my head, is mindfulness. Mm, I love that. I know it's a buzzword right now, and a lot of people are trying to figure out what that is, and I have been too. <laughs> but um, it's really about living in the present moment mm. and not getting too far ahead where we get kind of anxious and stressed and if we're just really focused on the moment, there's only so much we can do in this minute. 
and and making the best of that. So whether it's sitting down to kind of strategize or, you know, execute on something or give your kids a big hug and a kiss and tell them how much you love them. It's just really being about this moment and don't get too far ahead of yourself. It's uh, so hard to, to pay attention and to really like walk that talk. Mm-hmm. I did a silent meditation, 10 day silent meditation retreat about a decade ago. And one of the things that they talked about was how the only thing that's real is this present moment. Like kind of what you were saying, if you live in the past, you're depressed. Mm-hmm. If you live in the, live in the future, you're anxious. Mm-hmm. So living in the now is the biggest challenge. And I totally believe that. I love that that is something that you're focusing on. Are you meditating? Like what is, what is helping you stay in that moment as an entrepreneur? I breathe. Yeah, like I I catch myself when certain things, you know, if it's a challenging day or, you know, someone resigned and then my freezer breaks and then, you know, a retailer doesn't want to carry the product anymore and it just seems to all be crashing down. Mm -hmm. I notice I'm not breathing. Yes, we have a really shallow breathing. Yes, Mm -hmm. really, really shallow breathing. And Mm -hmm. so just taking a minute to really, to think about what's in your control. Mm. And my husband always says, control the controllables. Mm. You can't stress out about things that are outside of your control, but you can take a minute to say, okay, how can I handle this, what's going on around me, one thing at a time. Mm. Um, And you end up accomplishing so much. I love that. Well, I think that is a perfect moment for us to wrap up. Make sure to breathe. Make sure to take moments and be present. And definitely make sure to go on edible.com and check out the products. We're going to provide everyone with a discount code so you can try it. And it is not to be missed. It is one of my favorite flavors, delicious tastes. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. Stay tuned for more Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Do not hire Franklin and Sons Electrical. The guy told me he'd shrink my monthly bill, and I'm like, dude, it's too small to read as it is. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then he's like, where's the circuit breaker? I'm like, bro, I didn't break anything. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. He told me I had a blown fuse. Uh, It's called a short fuse, and yes, I do have one, so watch yourself. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers.